Blast off. Oh, I have to edit that crap out when you do that, Steve. Alright. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Flux Campaign, our D&D podcast presented by Infinities and Gaming. Sure, let's make this kind of official. Um, so, last we left off... Well, no, we'll get into that. Let's do Roll Call first, because... I want to really take what happened last episode and lead right into what's going to happen because, boom! Um, so let's go ahead and start roll call at the top of the big bada boom. Bing! <laughs> I don't like it when you giggle. Who me? <laughs> yeah, you. Okay, I'll make sure I giggle more in this episode. <laughs> All right, I'm Jackie. I play Silva, Gnome Ranger currently forcibly adventuring with her beast companion white tiger snowflake stop right. eating cookies <laughs> i just finished my cookie <laughs> and my name is puck no it's not i play puck my name is tony cookies are good and i play a changeling yes Charlie, you have a you got my turn? all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'm out. All right, no, okay, sorry. Uh, my name is Charlie. I play Bardus the Goliath, uh, Cuddle Master Barbarian. Did, did I miss anything? No, I didn't. Yeah, and cookies are delicious. Yeah. I'm Steve. I play Theus, and Theus is back. Up plan if this doesn't work out is to open a cookie bakery to feed Puck. <laughs> is that tonight's theme? Is cookies? Wait a yeah. minute. With, with the stuff that you, you put in right? the bakery. Can we add it to the library bar? <laughs> oh my god, fresh baked cookies. <laughs> Can I have cinnamon rolls too? Oh god. Oh god, it's it's an alcohol. It's an alcoholic. It's an alcoholic Starbucks inside of a Barnes and Noble. Dude, it's still like if Cinnabon had like booze. <laughs> Can we not do drinking during the podcast anymore? I'm not drinking. No I'm sober. I'm questionable getting farther deeper in the hole. All right, Dom, roll call. I'm Dom. I play the elf cleric. You know, I'm on break. What? What? <laughs> I went. I completely the flow here. I didn't do it. Are we actually banned drinking from the podcast? No, sorry. Dude, no, I'm in my own house. I mix my own drink. Leave me alone. Yeah, you can, but I mean, how do you enforce it? I don't. I don't. <laughs> All right. Um. So last time, last time, uh, Farmer Puck, um, in the land of before time, sure. Uh, New Hope, back in time, uh, the three of our adventurers had come back, did a little bit of investigation around the city, they stole the little orb, tucked it into a container containing a giant evil magical crystal of some kind, um, giving himself a level of fatigue, fun. And then the rest of the group collected with them, they decided to basically attack the tower and take down the crystal, uh, which they just forgot that he put the little gem inside the thing, gave himself more exhaustion. Yay for the DM. Um, and then they managed to kill off a few of the Abishai that were guarding the crystal. And in a, I'm going to call it the DM's dream, uh, Deus, without much of a plan or anything else, uh, walked over, took out a 
an explosive device that he stole from a crazy alchemist that usually has gunpowder all over his face. Um, and I'm going to word this as a, uh, when he was told to build such an explosive device, was told the size of the tower, told the size of the crystal, and probably wanted to attempt to level the tower, maybe. Um, and we know how alchemists love to add, you know, headroom into those type of things. So, uh, took this device, placed it next to the crystal, activated it, and then proceeded to back up. I think he said 30 feet, but... No, I said, I... No, 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 because you said... I said I started to back up, and you're like, oh, well, that's going to be a big explosion. So I corrected that and said, I'm running to the other side of the tower and screaming fire in the hole. Okay. So, and then I, of course, started to make ticking noises, and all fun ensued, um, which... I gave it a long enough detonation. I gave it, I would say, probably around a minute for the detonation. Maybe a little less. Maybe 30 seconds. I think what it was about hit. six rounds. Wait, how do you go from a minute to 30 seconds being just a little less? It's less. It's literally half, man. I mean, but compared to 10 minutes, it's a little less. Well, would we have had time to gather and teleport out down from this floor? I mean, not during the, not when it's ticking and there's frantic confusion. He, he ended with boom, so... All right. Well, be the earth shattering kaboom. So I will. So we're gonna pick this up. I I'm gonna give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I'm is gonna it, say that in the rambling and scrambling and screaming, that everybody managed to at least make it to the far wall of the tower. So you're not like, and nobody's next to the device. Everybody managed to at least hear fire in the hole, some sort of. And then see Theos run to the wall. <laughs> right. And then everybody else was close enough to the wall at the time to be able to back up and get to the wall. I'm not going to say anybody was surprised by it. At the very least, you had a chance to react and get as far away in the room as you could from the explosion. Also that being said, um, I'm going to roll 3d10. That's it? For now. Explosion. Everybody's going to take 13 of bludgeoning damage. Wait, 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 wait. As a rogue, I must demand, is there a deck save? Not yet. <laughs> so this is the... So I'm imagining this is an incendiary device. Right. This is the explosion creating a shockwave right. on an initial like impact from the bomb blowing up. And you guys still being within a certain vicinity of it. So that's 13 points of bludgeoning damage. I Now, I would like everyone to give me a dexterity saving throw. How dare you? Oh, yeah. 12. So a Nora and a 12. 27. There's a 27. 15. And I took 18 to the face from the boom. 15 to Puck. Wait, what? No, you took 13 from the boom. Um, Bardis? I'm trying to remember. My deck has like a bunch of modifiers to it, so I'm trying to make sure I'm getting the right number to you. Oh, okay. uh, do, 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 23. 23? Yeah. Okay. Silva? 25. 25. Do I have to okay. roll for Snowflake, or does Snowflake get mine? We'll say Snowflake gets yours. Okay. That's fine. Um, 
So this is to dodge the shrapnel that is being produced by the explosion device. Meaning the crystal exploded? No, no, no. Well, we haven't gotten that far yet. This is still the bomb. Five, seven, ten. So, um, Anorin, you are taking ten damage. Right. Everybody else takes five damage. Nope, sorry. Puck, you also take ten damage. Uh, as a rogue, I have this special ability called Evasion. Okay. I take no damage. Okay, that's fine. So, Anorin and Puck take ten. Everybody else takes five damage. I utilize my Shieldmaster feat, and since I made the deck save, I take no damage. Okay. Yeah! That wasn't so bad, right? Um, I'm not surprised. Oh, no, we're not done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Because now comes the incinerary fire. Well... (laughs) So the the explosion happens. Now, this is a bomb, like I said before, um, designed by a crazed alchemist madman. It is designed, well, uh, I guess I will say as a side note, this bomb was designed to try to level this tower. Knowing that, because when it was presented to the alchemist to say, hey, we need a bomb, and we need to blow up a crystal, and it's in an evil tower... He took it upon himself to make sure that tower came down. But I thought we gave him the details of how much force it took to crack the crystal. Sure. And he made sure to cover that. Because, uh. <laughs> you know, boom. So the so that you so basically the way it works is so so Thaeus puts down the device, activates it, runs like hell. Everybody else runs like hell. Explosion, shockwave, boom. Everybody takes a little bit of damage. Shrapnel. Black. Some people take some damage. I don't know why shrapnel sounded like a blip. So you then, everybody gets a quick second to look at the crystal. Now, as a secondary kind of um, explosion to this bomb in the, like, a, like a, I'm going to call it like a 15-foot area around the crystal, is almost like a napalm effect. So it is basically melting everything that is around here. Now, the, the crystal exploded. Like, it's just boom. But with all the force of the bomb and everything else, now you're starting to hear creaking and cracking of the tower. And you start to feel the center, like the floor you're actually on, is starting to kind of create kind of a slant into the middle where the floor is giving out. So, we're going to treat this as, in D&D, I believe they call like a skill check challenge. Ooh, this for 23 damage? Mm. Well, I mean, this, that, you took the 23 this damage. Is a weird this is a cutscene, Tony. This is a cutscene. Basically, a lot, a, 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 yeah, like, a, what do they call it in video games? Quick time like, event. Quick time event. Thank you. QTE. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, um, I hate that. So, I need three of you to come up with, um, Skills that you think will help get everybody either to a safe point in the tower or get out of the tower before this thing can crumble onto you. Deception. <laughs> okay, how do you plan to use deception to get everybody out of the tower? Everything's going to be fine. 
<laughs> okay, go ahead and roll deception. No, not- I believe you. <laughs> if he's gonna go with it, I'm gonna let it happen. Twenty-two. Twenty-two deception. What are you deceiving people into? That everything's gonna be fine. That was a weak, weak explosion. Okay, that's so mind playing those tricks. After you say everything's gonna be fine, the like basically the walls for the cavern you're in, like the ceiling now becomes about twenty feet closer to you, and starts collapsing the tower. Like it looks like the tower is now starting to collapse in on itself. I would like to use um. I would like to view my surroundings and go into like the Sherlock Holmes mindset where everything just slows down around me as I look for the best possible escape method. I think you um, mean the perception check. Perception or insight. No, uh, I, I get it. So you're basically, you are going to look and see if you can find an immediate way to get out of here. Right. That would work for the party. Okay. Or myself. Um, or myself. I'll tell you what, I will give you for that, I will give you not as perception, I'm going to give you an investigation. Oh, no! Okay, I mean, would you prefer... Uh, I mean... Well, am I, so what am I'm going to tell am you... Am I looking for it, or am I investigating? So, here, here's my conundrum. Sure. You're in a tower that you know that you're on a floor that does not have an immediate escape route, except right. like a window. So right. you're more or less trying to figure out what you think might be the fastest way to get out of here and what would be the safest way to get out. Um, what about insight? I would use insight. Okay, I'll do it as an insight. Like you're trying to like. You're trying to feel the situation. I get what you're going for, and I think I'm. Gonna, I just want to do that in a way that helps your character, like the, yeah. the just with that, right? Which would be insight. Also, you know what? I should have just fucking did this shit with my uh, um, my inquisitive rogue abilities. Um, the weaknesses of the tower. It has to bluff. Because I have eye for detail, which I can use a bonus action to make perception checks to uh, spot hidden creatures or objects, and then insightful fight. That's about it. But yeah, whatever you want. Insight, perception. Uh, yeah, just do it as an insight. That's fine. Uh, 26. Okay, so you realize um, pretty quickly that the, the, the two pat like, basically, the two best ways you have out is either through the window, which you have to figure out a way to, to stop the fall, or, you know, you still have the uh, the little orb, and you guys probably moved against the wall that's closest to the orb to get you down. Mm-hmm. And you know that you still have one, and you heard that somebody said they found three more. Window on this floor, I thought. There is a window. There's a window on this floor? Or high, how high up? Because otherwise, you know that the, that with the window, you're probably at least like 30, 40 feet off the ground. Everybody grab on. <laughs> I don't think your boots work like that. <laughs> yes, they do. I will use my movement speed, doesn't say, and I can drag up to one ton. You all don't weigh a ton. So, yeah, I will say, so Bardis, like, uh, uh, good. What I'm going to say is Thaves figures this out and says, we have the window and we can try to teleport down a floor. Like, those are the two most obvious ways to get out of here. 
So yeah, Fardis uh, wants to make an action based on that information. Guys, guys, we can go out the window or we can use the teleporter. Whichever's best. I have rope if we decide to go through the window. No, whoa, there's a window? window now. That's all. All right. Oh, uh, <clears throat> out, out the window. Let's go. Everybody grab on. No, no. Last time I went out that window, I take 44 D10 or something like that. 44 uh, I will go ahead and take my rope, which is 50 feet long, and I will start to try and tie it around Bardis's like, waist and shul- or shoulders as we're running towards the window so that we can grab onto the rope to go down with him. How's Snowflake okay. going to hold on to the rope? Are you planning to use your boots? Huh? Yes. And you already used those once today. Do they have more charges? Uh, fly up to four hours, minimum one minute. Just uh, doesn't matter. I can activate them as much as I want. Okay. Okay. I, it's just more, mo- most of those type of items are like once a day. I just was curious. Yeah. No, uh, fly up to four hours all at once or several shorter flights, minimum of one minute. I've effectively in my notes put I've done one minute so far since we've yeah, been yeah, here. So. just came in the window and then basically flew around for a minute and Correct. deactivated or whatever. Yeah. So um, okay. So is that what you guys are doing then? Yeah, I mean, if you want to tie it, or I'm just going to grab it um, and start heading up. I, t- I guess I toss you an end of the rope then. <laughs> oh, yeah, I grab, um, it, I grab oh. onto the rope then. So then let's do... Um, so everybody else is just going to grab onto the rope then? What's Snowflake going to do? Hold, Jump hold. on Artis' shoulders. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, but oh, everybody else is grabbing the rope, so Holy I would man. like... Everybody to give me an athletic. Uh, yeah, I just want everybody to give me an athletics. Acrobatic. Um. Athletics. This is the ability to hold on to the rope. Uh, fifteen. Eleven. Twelve. Uh, I got fifteen. I got practice. I'm at twenty. Even got twenty-two. But that's acrobatics. It has to be athletics. Okay, God, so who all got I, I rolled the flip and let's see how I know you. Athletic. Uh, rope. Okay, who all got under a 15? I did now. I did. What do you mean now? <laughs> I did a 22 for acrobatics, so I did a nice little roll and a uh, gymnastics pose, and then I just failed to grab the rope. <laughs> Did a front flip with a round off corkscrew hand spring. I'm good at acrobatics, but I'm not athletic. Snowflake Snowflake got less. Well, Snowflake, I think, is getting mine right now. Um, Um, And then who did uh, uh, Theos got less than a. I got a 12. Okay. Oh, I got a 13, but yeah, it's under 15. Um, Okay. Anybody else get under a 15? Okay, so Bardis flies out the window. Puck, Silva, Snowflake, and Theus uh, fail to grab the rope and get kind of just like tucked into the wake of everybody else flying out the window. So we're still on time. Guys, 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 to the magic circle, magic circle, go, go, go. Uh, I'll run to circle. Uh, I think I'll run to the circle. All right, and I. Didn't Noren go out the window already? I got a 15. 
Oh yeah, you're fine then. I said less than a fifteen. Yeah, I mean, I I would move um, if I'm carrying people. I would be moving half my speed. I would use dash uh, to go back yeah. to forty feet. So I would move forty if it's the thirty foot window. So. Well, you only took a Norn with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> give, give him rope burn. <laughs> ah! Wait, so only a Norn made his check? Yep. But yeah. Norn and Bardis. Oh, oh, oh! What about what about Axel? Oh yeah, I forgot about Axel. So she took some damage, but she—I'm going to say for the sake of argument—that she is knocked out right now. Yeah. So right now, I will assume that Bardis might have at least grabbed her. Yeah, let me grab. She's over my shoulder on it. Then. Sorry, Snowflake. Seats taken. <laughs> He failed. <laughs> um, okay, well, so the rest of you are gathering at the circle then, or just a... grabbing. Uh, I'm running towards the teleportation circle or whatever. Okay. Sorry, I mean to interrupt. Okay. It is a fifty foot rope, so even with the window being thirty feet up, right, uh, as a movement, there's still some rope there to. There's twenty feet of rope up here. <laughs> I mean, you guys can make it work. I'm sure even by the time you tie it off, that's going to use a few feet. I'm sure you would make sure it was kind of short enough that it would work. I'm not going to worry about those details. No, I'm just saying there's still rope. So, I mean, I, it, if if the option is between the circle and, and grabbing a rope, then that's just an option. I mean, I'm, I'm not running away and then taking all the rope going, where is everybody? Well, and as soon as you go <laughs> and drop off and realize they're gone, there's already... I took 1d4 burn rope, rope burn damage from that. You're giving yourself rope burn damage? Aww. You, like, went, like, right. 30 feet in six yeah. seconds. That's fine. Um, I just, I get burned when my dog just pulls on the leash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, so you guys, but you guys are going to run to the circle, uh, run to the center, the center. <laughs> and use the, and use the orbs to, to warp. Yeah. Um, so as soon as you warp down to the next, to the second floor, you hear, um, oh, I didn't think about that. Uh, that's fine. So Everything's fine. fine. It's okay. He didn't think about that. Uh, yeah. We, we already said that everything's fine. So when you warp down to the second floor, um, you. you actually warp onto basically there's nothing there What? because the burning, um, ascendary device has basically burned through the floor where the tele where you guys had teleported from and you now free fall about 20 feet Better than jumping out a window which I think is like I'm gonna say that we're on was fine but the floor below us wasn't so you take five damage by falling to the second to the first floor free fall so that's gonna be puck Silva snowflake and Theus. All right. How much damage? Uh, five. Five. Um, and then you're technically falling into the incendiary, which probably by now, hopefully, will have dissipated. Sure, we'll say it was a quick burn. What? Um. Don't argue. Uh, but I will say that, so Bardis, would your knee-jerk reaction have been, once you noticed that not everybody came out the window with you, would be to go back in the window, or at least fly up there? 
I mean, I wouldn't have left everybody behind. I would imagine I would have flown to the window with the rope and turned around and seen that nobody else is there. But at that point, there's still, like I said, it's a 50-foot rope. There's still about 20 feet of rope left, but everybody took off to the circle. So you, you do look up and see that the the tower is starting to collapse. Um, that it's it seems like the first two floors are okay, but the rest of the tower is like kind of coming down on itself and is starting to lean. Um, but I do need um, so, and then I assume that you guys that hit the floor will run out the front door. Mm-hmm. So we'll say at, at the same times, Bardis flies up to the window to check everybody's there, doesn't see anything. But in the meantime, while he's up there looking at the window, the door opens and everybody else comes running out. Um, now what I need is, um, somebody pick a direction, either north, south, east, or west. Roll a d4. No, I want somebody to actually tell me oh. north, south, east, or west. For what? Southeast. No, no, I need one of the four cardinal directions. North, south. <sighs> I'm Eric, rolling a d4. <laughs> Eric? Yes. Eric? May I roll a wisdom check? Actually, may I roll a survival check to confirm the direction of the entrance into the tower? Well, if you guys... I just assumed you guys were able to get out of the tower. I think he wants to know which cardinal direction. Oh, I thought you were... Oh, you want to know which direction? This is just purely for... Um, no, no. So I thought we were still in the bottom of the tower, and you were telling us to pick. No, 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 no. So you guys are already. So everybody's outside the tower. Okay. I am going to do. I'm going to do a bit of a mechanic to randomize basically where the tower is going to fall. Sure. Okay. Uh. But what I need is somebody just to give me a. Um, east. East. Okay. Uh, so that is to the right. So I'm going to roll. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to roll a D8. The one is going to be the east direction. And then it'll just be clockwise order to the other direction. Okay. Oh, it's falling? So it's just going to randomize. So I rolled a five. So if east is one, so we'll say southeast is two, south is three, southeast is four. Or sorry, west, southwest, and so west is five. So the tower actually begins to lean and collapse to the west side of the. Where's the front door facing? I thought that usually when explosions go off in the center of the towers, they implode. That's how demolitions do it. Yes, but this was not a planned demolition. This was just a random bomb put in the middle of the. Yeah, they weren't. This thing didn't set up to slice girders or something, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was just—it wasn't a series of small explosions yeah. designed to sink it from the inside out. You ever put cementos in a in a two liter of coke? <laughs> That's what we just did. Exactly. <laughs> so it, if, if so, yeah, it's one, two, three, four, five, right? Then six, seven, eight. Yeah. So it is basically the tower is now falling to the to the west. So you're seeing it if you are turned around looking at the tower, it is starting to fall to the west side, so the left of where you're standing. Um, And obviously it's a lot coming down if you choose to run away from the the tower. Which way's the town? Uh, South. 
Okay, because I was going to say, like, the tower is bigger than the town. So. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to try... <clears throat> I'm going to try to run around the way we came in, which is from the forest. Yeah, which way is the forest? Uh, the way I imagined you guys coming in was on was from the west side of the tower, from that forest. Oh, I thought we had come in from the east. Well... I, 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 and yes, I, I guess that's fair. I mean, it really didn't matter at the time which way you came in. So if you mentioned from the east, I have no problem with that. But sorry, I did think it was from the. I guess it doesn't matter because the east would have been the farmland, and that probably would have been more familiar territory for you. So that makes more sense. So yes, that's fine. From the east, it's fine. What's to so, the north then? Nothing forest. To the north. <laughs> Wait, which direction is this falling? To the north. It is falling to the west. Where where am I? Where's Anor and uh, Axel and I? I'm going to do survival because I have just lost all sense of direction. Okay. <laughs> Imagine a big circle. That's where the tower is. Okay. The bottom part of the circle is the door. It is on the south side of the tower. The town is south of where it's like basically the door faced where if you stepped outside the door, you can see the town. Okay. The tower itself fell to the left if you are facing the door of the tower. So the the door is on the south side. The tower fell to the west. If you'd like to go to the north, you have to go around the tower. I'm just running. <laughs> so much simpler. I am trying to explain cardinal directions to somebody that can't tell time. <laughs> Alright, so you're all running to the north side? Because what's on the east? Because it's falling into the west side. Is There's really nothing on the east side. My thought is get into the woods where we can possibly hide. I'm cool right. with that. So Good thing we had a bunch of time to think about this. Yeah, exactly. So you guys are I... running to the north. I mean, I'm assuming that if if Theos is like we're going to the north to get away from things, you're bolting, and I'm assuming everybody else is probably following. This is the first reaction. They're either following me or they're being left behind. Running east. <laughs> oh, Theos. Like trying to around the tower. Well, yes, I would hope you would go towards the east to get around the tower, so you're yeah. not in where it's falling. Well, where yeah. is where is an orange axle and I then? Because we popped out a window, and then the window is also on the south side. Okay, so we see them come. So up. everything was on the south. Yes. It. Okay. Um. Yeah, basically all the openings in the tower were south so that oh. the, the town could be visible from the tower. Okay, I was making sure, like, we weren't on the west and we're, it's getting caved in. I'm like, where the fuck is it? No, no, where no, is no you're fine. Um, so, so that... If everybody's going to start running... Yep. I mean, I get, is, is Anorin okay? I mean, he was hanging by a... got out. I mean, I... Yeah, I'm assuming you guys were... Caught in the falling tower, right? Yeah, I just come back down to everybody. Okay, yeah, and then we'll take off north. Yeah. I'll still um, hang on to Axel. So as you um, as you guys start heading north, and you can hear the tower crumpling, like it's a it's a very loud <laughs> sound as it's starting to fall. Um, you can actually hear like screams from the town where people have now started to pay attention that this is happening. What time of day is it again? Um, it's evening. During the festival. Yes. Yeah. So everybody is in town right now, like in the town center ish. Um Did we just do like nine eleven? Oh god, that's a terrible oh. way to think about that. Thanks. 
Oh, wow. Really? Jesus, I just realized that. I mean, no. just after that, too. I mean, I guess if you want to go with the thermite thing, I don't know. I mean, I mean, there was no one inside of there that got killed who weren't evil monsters. Fair. Mm. All right, so you guys are heading to the north side. You can hear the town screaming. I'll let you guys play that out. So we're, we're going to say you guys are running, mm-hmm. headed to the forest, do what you're going to do. Uh, yeah, I run to the forest, and once I'm maybe 30, 40 feet into the forest, I'm going to try to hide. Okay. You can I, I, you can roll for stealth for that if you want. Uh, that's a twenty-four. Um. Okay. I jump into a bush. <laughs> okay. What's everybody else doing? I turn into a bush. <laughs> um. I guess I'll try to stealth in the forest as well. So wait. Where are we going? Where did everybody go? <laughs> Another one here by those bushes. Wait, we're just everybody. We're just gonna hide. We're not. Where are we? What's next on the agenda? Hey, Mars. Uh, well, survive first. Hi there. Are you, are you like on the ground yet, or are you still doing like your Superman thing? I mean, technically, your boots of flying probably are still working because you're probably only about eighteen seconds. Well, no, if you guys ran to the north side, you might just barely be ending your time now. What's the circumference and distance of the tower? Okay. I'm not going into that <laughs> again. This is a way. But I would say by the time you guys actually get to the north side, you finally hear the tower like hit the ground and like kind of a cloud of dust starts spreading across before it settles. What the heck is that? Weird music. All right. Well, okay. So, so Theus is still right, right, right now. Theus thinks he's hidden at a twenty-four. Right. Uh, suppose I, I stare around. What are we doing? <laughs> All right. Now, where are you? Like, are we even near? Because, like, did he catch up with us? I assumed you guys all ran as a group. I assume most of you saw Theus okay. run and just followed him. Yeah. Well, then if they fought, then if they followed us in, then my stealth is pretty much against anyone except them. They should know where I am. Well, right now but we're just friendlies. fleeing the scene of the crime. <laughs> yeah. Best not to be caught at the tower where it just fell over. Um, so, at this point, I think we need to wait and see what the what the demonic lizard people do next. And that certainly will gain their attention. So, right, and we still have to deal with the prophet. Is everybody else stealthing, or are you guys having this conversation just... How far in did we go? In uh, the open about 30 forest. feet into the woods. And how dense are the woods? Can it's we dense. Still see? Can we still I see? got a 14 for stealth. Okay. I'm moving north. We're too close still. Then let's walk and talk. 
Let's let's run. Let's prance. Would, would you settle for a light jog? We can prancercise. Yeah, I'll do a light jog instead. Yeah, that sounds better than prancercise. <laughs> I guess I'm we assuming, will. And I assume that Bardus is still carrying. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So I will say that for the sake of argument, Akiza Flixel is knocked out right now. Yeah, and I will. Um, I'll hang on to her. I don't know if you want me to move at half speed while holding her or not. It's up to you. I, I just imagine. I mean, no, I think it's fine. I'll just say that you're strong okay. enough to kind of handle walking her around at least. Dude, you are so buff. <laughs> I am. You should see My what I <laughs> Where did you get those muscles? Natural. All natural. Uh, so we move farther north through the trees heading on you. We're not sticking around to be able to see what's going on at the tower. We're going further in. I'd rather not be, you know, around for a mob. So they don't know it was, they don't know for sure that it was us. So if we just shady people in the woods, then when they see them. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's why we're going to move further into the woods. We should then cut around to the east and re-enter the farm area where we were seen earlier. I like his idea. That's a good idea. Good, and I'm going to chug a health potion while we're walking because I am beat up as shit. Let's do that. Do we want to try to move quietly or, you know, <clears throat> pass without a trace? I can pass without a trace. Hold, let me offer a prayer of healing to everyone. <gasps> Yay. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, let's see. Uh, everybody within 30 feet of me, which I'm assuming everybody is, will get a 3d8 plus 4 of hit points back. So allow me to roll. Wait, wait, wait. How do we get healed? Do you set us all on fire? Or yeah, <laughs> I've experienced this quote unquote healing. <laughs> I before. can't say a prayer for you, yet. But. I was imagining I, you know I was imagining grabbing arms and doing like an Indian burn. Back. Everybody gets 18 hit points back. <laughs> like you could pray Thank for you. a fireball. <laughs> okay, Bardis gets hit points back too. 18. I healed you all. I healed you all for 18. You're the best, man. I feel that a was lot like better. almost equivalent to an explosion. <laughs> I like brace myself. It's an explosion of healing, yeah. I mean, you cauterized the wounds, even the new ones you created. (laughs) Yay! So we shall move around the forest. So I like Deus's idea. So if we hook back around and act like we have no idea what's going on, although what do we do with her? Pointing to Kizzle Flixel. Uh, she she drank too much. Yeah. <laughs> or she could have been injured in by flying shrapnel from the you know collapse, and we could just say that we're trying to investigate what happened. Uh, mm, no, that would put us too close to the tower. Yeah. Plus, I'm not giving her a shrapnel wound to sell the story because if she wakes up, you already she'll, healed him. She'll kill. She's too happy to wake up and have someone jamming shrapnel into her to sell the story. Fair enough. I have noticed how bad the damn, yeah, like how the 
the radius of the damage. Of the tower? Yeah. Like, what do you mean the radius of the damage? Because we're, if we're trying to come up with that she was hit by it. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Oh, we're not doing that. I'm about to say, I'm like... Mm. No, 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 no. Someone pull out a flask, dab a little alcohol on her, and say she got drunk. <laughs> my my flask gives me extra rages, and I don't really want to risk that on her. Uh, okay, I pull out my growler. Yeah, just there's just too many unknowns if I do it. I pull out my growler, and I dab her with a little bit of the alcohol that's left in it. Okay, so you guys are walking and talking, though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and you guys were going stealthily? Mm-hmm. I passed without a trace. We want to be stealthy to a point, yeah, until we get towards the farmland. Okay. Um, Should we roll stealth? I mean, I haven't rolled stealth. Well, okay, so... um, Yeah, I mean, everybody should roll stealth. I was say... Well, that's fine. I'll let everybody reroll. Does he get the so. plus ten? Yeah, because now I can. Yeah, now plus ten. The minimum I can roll is literally a twenty. <laughs> Six. Wow. And that is a, a twenty-nine. Dom, you add ten. Okay, sixteen. <laughs> so <a> six. <laughs> I got thirty-six. Oh, whoa. Noise. I am the first. Uh, twenty-four for me. Okay. With the plus 10. What'd you get, Silva? Uh, a bunch of numbers to add. Oh, look at me. I'm a ranger. 26. And I'm in my favorite terrain. That's true. What do I get for that? You know, it's like survival and yeah. other junk. Um, okay. So you guys, you guys are you guys start in the north side. You start walking towards the farmland to try to kind of give yourselves... A little bit of a cover story, I guess, is a great way to put it. Yeah, fair. Um, and as you, um, as you begin to walk, um, that's fine. Do you guys want to plan out anything else while I read this real quick? <laughs> uh, that makes me. Oh, look, an anthill. I can't find myself even if I tried. Oh, that's, that's something deep, else. That's deep. I grab a piece of fruit from the tree and start eating it. Um, alright, so, you guys need to, like, actually, like, I, I'm just, I'm just trying to read it, I should have read all this stuff up before, and I didn't. Alright, um, you, so, hold on, you can't be surprised. It's no, we fine. can't! Um, <laughs> so, I will say that, um, because what is it, it's like a, it's like a, the blade does something? Blade vibrates and glows. When danger is near? Like, what's the... <laughs> danger, Will Robinson, Danger! <laughs> Let me get the, the script out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weapon of warning. Five. All right. This magic oh. weapon warns you of danger. While the weapon is on your person, you have advantage on initiative rolls. In addition, you and any of your companions within 30 feet of you can't be surprised, except when compassed by, by something other than their magical sleep. The weapon automatically awakens you. Yeah. That's it until. Yeah. 
Yeah, it doesn't specify how it warns you. It just says it automatically warns you if danger is within 30 you. feet. It could be like a... If danger is within 30 feet. Within 30 feet. Okay. Oh, good. Good. Uh, wait, what magic weapons you warns you of danger? While the weapon is on your person, you have advantage on initiative rolls. In addition, you and any of your companions within 30 feet of you can't be surprised. Does not specify the range of the danger. Yeah. Range of the danger. Okay. Yeah. So basically, it just warns everyone within 30 so feet. So even if a fireball, per se, was thrown at us, it would warn us. I don't know how. I've just been taking up a Frodo Baggins glowing dagger approach, but it could be whatever. The, it's the DM that created it that would say okay. Frodo. So I'm going to say that as you guys are walking, you suddenly hear what sounds like flapping. And over the tree line comes basically what looks like the green things you just fought is now a red one. And it points its finger into the um, into the forest. Who would the lowest roll? What was the lowest roll? Of stealth? Yeah. A 16. Um... I mean, it's not really a surprise round, but he's going to get to like actually have kind of first attack because it's so not really an attack. It's it's more something else he's doing. But we are aware of it. That's fine. I mean, so you guys, I mean, you guys see this thing coming, um, and so yeah, you're aware of it. I guess is that a yeah? I guess that's still an initiative. He's basically just top of initial order. Doesn't surprise, um, now, doesn't surprise rounds now work as like everyone rolls initiative, but that first turn, nobody, everyone who's not surprised. Well, that's what I'm trying to think because yourself. it's not necessarily going to be like a surprise round. I mean, obviously, you guys can see something coming. That's why I think I'm just going to do it as an initiative. So, um, yeah, everybody just roll up initiative. So like, because I have like feral instinct, which says like if you're surprised at the beginning of combat, you can act normally on your first turn, but only if you enter rage. Gotcha. Uh, so uh, I rolled a seventeen. Um, hold on, hold on. Let me. <laughs> you told him to roll. I know I did. I'm sorry. What do you want from me? So I'm just thinking, everyone like rolls in it, but if we're surprised, like we just can't act. But we can't be surprised because of the sort of warning, right? Anorin pucks over the use part. Okay. So um, you catch you, Anorin. I got a 17. Did you take my dice? No. Um, uh, Puck? 22. Bardis? 18. Uh, Silva? 5. Uh, Thayus? Uh, 15. Okay. So that means the initiative order puts Puck up at the top. Uh, that puts Bardis second. A Norin third. Um, Theus. The dragon thing. And then Silva. So, Puck, you see at about 100 feet above you a red creature looking down at the group. And you are first. All right. Um... 
Uh, he is a bit out of range for juicy spells, so I guess I he's just within range of a good old grasping Eldritch Blast, though. Grasping Eldritch Blast? Just pull him a little bit closer. Come here! Had to, had to, had to. And I put into chat the order so you guys can see when you're coming up. Okay, so go ahead and roll. Sorry, I mean, I figured you were going to start doing that. And then tell me what you got. All right, 16. That is a miss. Let me get the next one. Uh, yeah, I mean, you get the two of them, yeah. 26. That will hit. All right. <clears throat> I pull him closer, but do one damage. So oh, man. Closer, uh, pull him closer to the ground by 10 feet. As I do 10 like feet. Okay, so you're about 90 feet away from everybody. Uh, is that your action or your move? Turn. Yeah, I'm not sure if I well uh actually what? screw it. Yeah, I'll do another thing. Okay. So um I'll quicken a hex. And so what I'll do is um put uh cast hex on him. Mm-hmm. Can you do that at 90 feet? Yep, 90 feet. Okay. And so uh I'll do an extra What? No, it's a range ninety feet. Oh and it's a bonus action. Well, but you're doing the hex. You're doing the hex. Now you didn't do that before, so you're not getting an extra damage. What? No, no, no. I'm doing the hex act like after. It's not. I couldn't do it before. Yeah, but it's okay. a bonus action, so it actually doesn't cost me anything. So I'll go do that. Okay. And so there's no save. Okay. So pretty much he gets disadvantage on the things. What's uh, that? I'm I'm gonna give him disadvantage on con saves. Okay. And. For my quicken, I'm going to cast blindness on him. Um, and so he has to make a con save. Right now? Yeah, disadvantaged. A disadvantage. Uh, 12. So he is blind. Okay. Um, disadvantage on attacks? Uh, what, uh, let's... Hmm. Uh, I need, to, I need to look at the condition. Oh, wait. Blind, hold on. Uh, let me reroll that. Blind creature can't see, automatically fails any attack that requires sight. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. So, uh, hold on. I'm going to reroll that because you gave him disadvantage, but he has advantage on saving throws against spells and magical effects. So, I'm just going to do that as a one straight roll. Okay. And that will give him an actual 19 for the save. Okay, then. So is that saved, then? Yeah. Okay. Boo. <laughs> yeah. All right, but he's still hexed. Yeah, that's fine. And that's it for now. That's a bonus action. That's a quicken action. Okay. And do I have any other actions? All right. I think I doubt it. you do, unless you wanted to move, but... Uh, Bardis. 
Sorry, I'm going to try to make combat go fast and see if we can get through this. He's 90 feet away? 90 feet away. Okay. I'm going to, um, since I hear the firing, turn around and look, or see the firing, I suppose. Um, bang, bang. Bang, bang. And uh, put... Uh, uh, I'll put um, Axel down uh, by a tree and um, just enter defensive stance in front of her for right now. So I don't know if you want that to be a move to then just a ready action. What uh, is defensive stance? Is that like a bonus action to do? No, I'm just defending. I'm pretty much just putting myself in between the enemy and an unconscious person. I can't remember if that. I, I know that's a real thing in D and D, and I can't remember if that it's was like a sentinel feat or something that does something like that. I, don't think, or, think, I think you can do a defend as like a just an action. I think in three point five, you could basically like uh, do it where you put I'm all your three point five. I'll look it up. I think that there is actually like a defend action, and basically it means that I think you take half damage from attacks or something like that. Well, let, let's just have him do it, and I'll figure out like yeah. If That's anything fine. happens with it, speed up. Um, Anora, you can up while you go. All right, I'm gonna do something really heroic. Good, do it quick. Stab <laughs> yourself in the foot. No, sir. I have two fifth level spell slots. Oh my god! Oh. I said, hurry this up. Let's go. Oh. I'm gonna use one of them for a fireball. Okay, Jeez. of course he is. In a forest. <laughs> well, he's, 90 feet, he's 90 feet in the air. Shield! <laughs> yeah, he's floating above us, right? Yep, he's floating yep. 90 feet above you. All right, so I'm going to explode him. All right, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> so what's the, what's the role? Is it like a deck save or something? Yeah, so he needs to make a 16 deck save, uh, 31 fire damage. A 16 deck save? Oh, you gotta be kidding. Uh, that didn't help me at all. Um, so, no, he missed the deck save. And you said it's how much damage? 31. 31? Okay. Um, is that everything you're doing? Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna use my bonus action to cast Shield of Faith upon myself. Okay, and then Theus, you're up. All right, I will draw my bow. I will, uh, I will back up ten feet from the group. I will use my bonus action to insightful fight him, so he gets to make a deception say a deception throw to save against it. Uh, that ails an insight. That is a thirty-one. Um, against I have to roll deception. Yeah. Is that a magic thing? That is my class thing. Uh, okay, I won't call it magic then. No. Uh that and with, uh deception is charisma? Yes. Okay, so it's a dirty 20. So I assume that okay. fails. No. So yeah. So then I will go ahead and take a shot at him with my bow. Okay. And that's a natural 20. Okay. So that, your dice damage. Yeah. Uh, 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 I need a D8. And my sneak attack is currently a 5D6. 
Oh, that's funny. I forgot about that. Okay. The grind shot in there. Basically, uh, eight, uh, fourteen, sixteen, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-eight, plus six is thirty-four, plus two is thirty. Wait, no. Before I do any of that, twenty-eight. Jesus. <laughs> twenty-eight. Twenty-eight times two is fifty-six. Uh huh. Plus six is sixty-two. Plus two for magical is 64. Okay. So he's, taking, he's taking 64 damage on this hit. What kind of damage? It is it it is piercing damage from a magical weapon. Oh, okay. Um Okay. So 64 damage? Yeah. Okay, and I will say, Norin, I, I meant to do this and forgot to tell you. So when you threw the fireball, it hit him, but it didn't seem to have an actual effect on him. Okay. Um. Okay, so you're done, Thais? Yeah, that's me. Okay, so... Um, he's going to look down at you and... I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. My God, please don't let it suck. Okay, that might be enough. 18? Anoran got 18. 20? Um, he's got 20. 17 for Bardus. 17. 3. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you, Buck. <laughs> What'd you get? 19. All right. Um, Bardus and Puck, you see this red dragon thing and immediately become terrified of it. Um, so for the next minute, you are frightened. You can try to save against it at the end of your turn. Um, but everybody I'm, I'm else, willing everybody, so basically Bardis and Puck, you can try to save again at the end of your turn, but any movement needs to, you cannot move towards the, the red dragon thing. Yeah. And we have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls on it. Yep. There you go. Um, and then he is going to drop 50 feet. So he is Ooh. now 40 feet off the ground. Above you guys. Um, and... yeah. I was affected at with a 17. Yep. It is a DC 18 wisdom saving throw. Ooh. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, so I some of you barely cleared it. <laughs> I only rolled a 9. I was to say, I'm like, I didn't roll like the only one who rolled out. Wait, Anorin, I thought you said you got an 18. Yeah, I only rolled a 9. I got like a plus 9 in my wisdom save. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Get scared. Uh, okay, so can't do any of that other stuff yet. Okay, um, so now go ahead, Silva. Um, I'm going to... Is getting my bow out a uh, bonus? 
You can use your movement to do that, I think. You can do like a move and pull. Well, I'm going to cast anyway, so I'm not going to attack this round. Oh, okay. That's um, fine. So, cast Hunter's Mark, um, get out my bow, and Bardis got frightened. I'm going to back up towards Axel also. Okay. But bow ready. Are you? But you're not attacking yet? No, because I'm casting. Hunter's I thought Mark. Hunter's Mark's a bonus It action. is afterwards. It is after what? Um, if the target drops, so I cast it. If the car- target drops to zero, I can use a bonus action on a subsequent turn of mine. No, mark. but it's a bonus action to even cast it. Oh, oh it is a bonus. Oh, okay. so you can Never still mind. attack. Okay, then I will be attacking. Also. Okay. <laughs> I thought I seen I'm like, that. No, okay. that's a bonus. I was action. like, I used, was I doing it? That's don't like, sell yourself. Don't sell yourself short. That's, that's how rangers do their damage, and that's what Laura forgot to do in Critical Role Season One a lot. Is she always forgot to hunter's mark until after she attacked it. Yeah, yeah, I have been. So that is a twenty. That will not hit. Okay, so I'm attacking, so I can do it again. Ooh, that's worse. So okay, okay, yeah. So you shoot so arrows at it, and it just seems to miss right past it. Twenty misses. Um. All right, we're back up at the top. So puck, and then Bardis. All right, so I get to try after my turn. Yeah, so you cannot move closer to it now. Like, you don't have to move. But you do still get the disadvantage to attack it. But All right, well... You can try to, de- uh, try to clear a wisdom save. I will uh, do another blindness spell on it. Okay. So it doesn't attack- require an attack or anything like that. He does make the save again. That was a natural 20. All right. And so that's a total of 30 to against. Um, and then aside from that, uh, hmm, this is not working out terribly well. I don't know. I guess I can move, though, right? Uh, you can. It will just be further away from him. Yeah, further into brush and whatnot. Sure. Yeah, sure. Move high. I mean, he's not on the ground, so as long as you're not trying to, like, and he's still above you guys, so basically any direction probably moves you away from him, in a way, but... Yeah. Alright, then I'll move towards more safe liking area. And then uh, try and do a save. Um, okay. Um, I'll try it if I can. Go ahead and roll wisdom saving throw. Uh, fifteen. Uh, okay, still doesn't clear it, so you're still frightened. I'm gonna. I have to roll a seventeen or higher. Uh, you need to get at least an eighteen. I have to roll a seventeen or higher. Okay. Uh, get with get wise. Uh, Bardis. That's no fun. Stay I- with Axel or Kizaflix. So obviously, um, very visibly distraught <clears throat> uh, with the effects on it, but continue to. Uh, put my body and my shield between it and her, and do no movements or anything because I can't okay. towards it. Are you just are you just going to defend again, basically? Yeah, just continue to defend with uh, the magical, ooh, magically terrified. Nope, moving on. Fail. Okay. <laughs> I have like yeah, like look. I have to. I have the plus zero. I have to roll eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it's, fair. it's not, not happening. 
Um, Anorin. And then Theus is up. What did Theus roll yeah. attack? What was his attack roll that hit? I think a 26 or something like that. It was a ridiculous attack. Yeah. I shoot good. Anorin, what are you doing? I'm sorry, I forgot I was supposed to talk. Um, <laughs> he just took a whole turn. Well, that's <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I use it's it's time for guiding bolt. I said, um, does a twenty-two hit? A twenty-two hits. Oh. Excellent. Oh, so, that's just like your second guiding bolt to hit. I know, right? And now it's all the important times. We're gonna die. Wait, why? Ah, dang it! Like. Such okay, sixteen radiant damage. Okay, doesn't matter, but good try. So do I? Hit, so I hit the thing right in the chest, and just and this thing just shrugs it off. Yep. So now it's glowing. So the next attack on it will be at advantage. Hey, hey. So Theos is up. You're welcome. Unless you had anything else to do, Anor. Uh no, I don't have any good bonus actions. Okay, so after Theos is red, and then Silva. Uh, okay, that is only a 18 to hit. Uh, that will not hit. That was with the advantage. Oh. Uh, 19. <laughs> that will not hit. <laughs> Twang! So I will tell you. Oh, 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 and, and elven accuracy when you have advantage on it, you can roll again. <laughs> Really? Okay. Twenty. <laughs> Don't mess this up. Twenty-four. Oh, that will hit. Yeah, Only took AC, just FYI, it's AC is twenty-two. How Only took that? three rolls. How does that look? Like he did, he's not shooting three times, right? He's he just starts to shoot and he goes, Oh wait, no, no. Oh wait, no, no. Oh I got it. <laughs> you ever watch it's men in tights, man. It's the Patriot Arrow. <laughs> there you go. It's... Uh that is five, eight. 10, 15, 20. You're retcon, you're missing. <laughs> 26, 28 damage. Okay. With the magical bow, twang, twang. I'm sure it's not a. Never mind. Uh... Yay, sneak math. attack, sneak attack, yay. The 50s. Okay. Um, okay, so are you done? Yeah, I only get one attack per round. Great. Um, he is that is good news for you. It's good <laughs> news for the DM. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, is he going to... Okay, so he's going to come at somebody. Yeah, he's coming at Thaves. Oh. I figured. I mean, you're doing the most damage to him. I just don't... So... Like I dealt close to ninety damage in two turns. So he actually like flies down and lands right in front of you, Thayus. Oh, oh shit! Uh, uh, hi. Do I get anything fun? Eh, it's fun enough. I was hoping I had some sort of an advantage, but I don't. Um. So will a probably thirty hit you? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah, yeah. Okay. And that will be eight piercing damage. 
If it's above Lokar's AC, don't ask. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, I got to bring up my other dice here for a second. I'll just roll both of those. I'll figure out the math. Um, and then he's going to hit you for 19. A 19 will hit. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. 19 doesn't hit. 19 doesn't hit. Armor 19 class is does 21. not hit. Armor class okay. is 21. Okay. Um, so, so basically, the okay, I'll do the third attack, and then we'll go from there. Uh, well, that's over a 30, so we'll call that. Uh, oh, that's over a 30? Three of those. So that's going to be 17 plus... Nope, that was cocked. Uh, 24, 30 damage. I will use Uncanny Dodge to have that. Oh, shit. Uh, well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so that was 30 damage. Is there more to that attack? Uh, I did not see this attack. Uh, plus four, five. Six. Uh, this is just 11, Eric being like, I'm tired 18, of Steve's shit, I'm killing him. Uh, 26, 34, plus 40, so 70 total damage. What? I'm having that with uh, Uncanny Dodge. Fuck you. Okay. So that's 35 damage. What is he doing exactly... for this? Can you please describe it aside oh, okay. from he does 30-something damage? So, like, the first, so the first thing he does is he takes a morning star that's in his hand and hits you with it. Because that was the first hit. Then he reaches with his claw across your chest but misses. Then he okay. comes in and bites you. <laughs> and he's got like, it's like fire in his mouth. So he not oh. only latches into your shoulder, but then breathes fire on you. I hope that's like a certain number of rounds between being able to use that. No. that was painful. And it... I didn't see all this damage when I started using this creature, but... Well, I mean, you know the challenge... I'm not pulling punches anymore, so... <laughs> uh, okay, Silva. And then Puck. Alright, I'm gonna bow him. 24? Uh, yes, that will hit. Sixteen damage. Okay. Do it again. Twenty-one. To hit. Ooh. Misses. I said two hit. A twenty-one to hit. Yeah. Its AC is twenty-two. Oh, misses. Okay. Then that's all, folks. That's all, folks. Okay. Uh, Puck, and then Bardus. All right. So, uh, as a bonus action. I will summon a Hound of Ill Omen right next to him. And so pretty much that's summoning a Dire Wolf right next to him. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, uh, what happens is it will just hunt him down. It knows where he is all the time. I'll go through spaces and whatnot to follow him. Okay. Um, the yeah, other thing away. is... Uh, what's it? Um, it... I swore it loses, uh, it gets a disadvantage on it, checks next to it. Uh, mm. 
press as a bonus action to this. This is direwolf stats. Okay. Um, well, you can look I, that up by the time he gets yeah. to turn. And then, um, then for well, I'll try one more um, blindness on him if I can. Okay. Uh, twenty-one. No, that fails. Uh, he, he, no, he got it. I, I failed. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, that was a bonus action, and then I could. This uh, hacks ain't working out terribly well. Uh, have him make one more save. A charisma save this time. Wait, how many actions are you doing? You said it was a bonus action. I'm doing. I'm quickening it. Oh, okay. So what do I need to do? Uh, charisma save. Charisma save? Yes. Okay. Oh. Um, against what? 16. Uh, he hit 17. Alright, then nothing happens. Okay. That was a magic effect, right? Yeah. Okay. And my hex is gone now. Okay. So I don't have to roll the disadvantage on the con saves? Yeah, no more. Okay. okay. Is that your whole turn? Yeah. Bardis. Um, oh, and I'm you can sure roll your save. Can the direwolf attack? I'm not sure. I don't know. You'll have to look it up. All right. I don't remember usually, what the spell was. Usually commanding a summoned creature is your bonus action. Yeah. All right. Then that'll happen next round. And you can roll to your wisdom save. No. No. Okay. Bardis. Same as before. Uh, has he moved closer to me? Or, I mean, he's on the ground. Where's Theus? Well, how far away from me is he? I mean, I kind of assumed everybody kind of scattered in somewhat different... Like, he kind of came in the middle of where you guys were kind of running away from. So I assume that you guys kind of moved in somewhat of a circle. And so he's kind of in the mid... Like, I assume that Theus is on one edge of the circle, so he's probably over there. So I'd say you're probably 20, 30 feet away from the creature. Okay, same. Um, but I actually lucked the hell out. I rolled an 18. Okay, so you you so, did... So at the end of your turn, you, you got out of the frightened. Yeah, so I, I continue to put my body, you know, full defensive, whatever, yada, yada. But I actually break sure. the frightened thing. So cool, moving on. Oh. It would have it would have had a disadvantage on that saving throw, by the way. On which one? The charisma one. I thought the hex gave it a disadvantage on con. Uh, the hound of ill omen gives it a disadvantage on saving throws. It does. Okay. Um, well, it kind of already passed. Yeah. I mean, I can reroll it again at a non-advantage. Uh, we'll have it try again after on my turn, okay? Okay. Was that an actual spell that you used? Yeah, I was casting Banishment. That's a good spell. Um, okay, yeah, I mean, we can try it. It's not a big deal. Let me let me just roll once at a non-advantage. Go ahead. But it's a Charisma saving throw, you said? Yeah, and if it beats 16, it's done. It was the same roll. All right. Also, Tony, you need to roll initiative for your creature. It does get its own initiative in turn each round. 
Will do. Um, okay, so Anorin's up, and then Theus. All right. Anorin, I hurt really badly. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me just get a magic band-aid. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scorching ray. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how far am I from Theus? Um... I'm going to say that Theus moved, so probably 30 feet away from everybody. I only backed away... I said I only backed away like 10 feet away from the group. Did you? Okay. So then I'll say you're about 15 feet away, just because the way things would kind of shake out. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I'm going to see if I can move up to Theus until I'm like right next to him. <sighs> Would that make me pass through this guy's? Um, well, basically, will it, would he get an opportunity attack on me? If you're passing through, well, no, because if you're just moving into his into his melee range, no. Okay, so I'm gonna move up next to Theus. Let's see. I'm gonna cast uh, Cure Wounds, obviously. Thank you. Or- <laughs> Five health. I have I'm I'm down to twenty seven out of seventy. I'm hurting. Bear with me. No, it's it's cool. Oh, I didn't roll too bad. Uh, I restore twenty hit points to him. Okay. I I love you. I know. I will I will make this up to you by spanking it with an arrow. <laughs> Could you not? Uh, could you not say it like that, please? I mean, I know I just healed you, but could you, could you please not say it? Like all right, that? Deus, you're up. <laughs> all right, uh, bonus action, disengage. Okay. And I will back up. Uh, uh, if I disengage, where is Bardis from? From where I am. Uh, I'm gonna. I guess I'll give. I'm gonna say he's twenty feet away. In, I mean, I guess the directionality really doesn't matter. All right. Well, uh, I know he. Uh, no, I don't know that he. Uh, he has the shield. I'm gonna disengage and move towards Bardis. Okay. And kind of squat behind him and his shield, and take my shot. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hi. Don't go. Hi. Uh, spread your legs a little more so I can shoot my arrow between them. Yeah, that's great. Yikes! <laughs> Somebody please tell him to stop. No, no one actually saying like. Can... Uh, that is a twenty-two exactly. Oh, to hit? Yeah, that's fine. That hits. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was thinking about all the evil things I want to do to Noran. <laughs> that 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 that's cool. Uh, that is eight. 14, 16, 20, 26, 26, 32, 34 damage on that roll. God. Um, okay. Um, he actually looks a little bloody. Uh, so you're done? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now, right now, next to him, the only thing that's there is a Norin. Oh, hello. So, he is going to... 
Yeah, he's the lone one from the pack. So he huh? is going to... <laughs> um, I don't want to roll that one. Let's roll this one. So will a... There's a dog next to him. Oh, there's a dog next to him. Uh, can the dog be killed? Yeah. That's okay. my health. Um, so uh, 36 will hit your dog? Definitely. Okay. Uh, let's do 7 damage to him. Alright. And then I'm sure this one will hit. And let's do uh, 9, 15 more damage to him. Is he dead yet? No. Dang. Well, I'm not wasting this on the dog. Does he still get dog? disadvantage on attacks, even? Yep. Well, this, not attacks, no. The saves. Okay. Saves on spells saves. I cast. Okay. Um, he is going to then... So that was the Morning Star and the Claw to the dog. But now he's going to bite at a Norin. Oh, that was so close to a natural 20. Uh, but it was a 19. So uh, that's 31 to hit. Hit me. Um, I should just break out my D10s. That would be way more fun to do this with. So that is 16 plus... Oh, wait. I only wanted one of those. Hold on. Uh, 16 plus 7 is 23 plus 6 is... Um, 29 piercing. Why are you going in your dice bag? I'm going to my dice bag because I need D10s. Those are D10s. Okay, you're doing this to me, right? So yeah. yeah. You need some? Oh, I got one. I'm good. Oh. Uh, let's see here. 10, 20. 29, uh, 38, uh, how do I do easy math here, 42, 47, um, 50 fire damage. That heals an orn. Mm. I, I don't know, no it doesn't. Uh, don't you know he's the burning man? And then, yeah, um, no, 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 you don't what? do anything else. I'm not doing anything else. Um, <laughs> he's just gonna stand there and. Well, yeah, but Noran's a pile of ash now. Are you? Are you down? I'm dead. You're like I'm like you. I'm at negative sixteen. Okay, he has to be dead. unconscious. Ooh, it has, to, it, has negative, it has to be negative up to your max hit points. Yeah. To instantly kill you. Um, okay, so with a Norin down, then he is going to. No, he wants to make them come to him. He's going to stay there. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Silva's up. Healer down. Um, I'll come back for you. Need a res. Out of no, mana. I want to do something for an Orin. So I have a healer's kit and I have cure wounds. Okay. What's Both the of those need you need to be at him. Okay. Um, but 
as far as him being down, what's the difference in what they'll do for him? Just bring him. Uh, the healer's kit would take like a medicine check. If you just heal him, he will come back at whatever health you heal him at. So like if you give him seven points of health, he'll come back at seven HP. Am I on fire? No. Not as far as I know. Do you want to be on fire? I'm just asking if I'm on fire. You'll heal him. <laughs> Dom, yes. Uh, no, or no. Are you going to run and try to cure wounds? Yeah, I'm going to cure wounds at third level. Because that's touch, so you have to get up to him. How far was I from? Um, I think you're fine. I mean, oh. I figure you're with the group with like Bardis and, and now Theus. I don't know where Puck ended up. I assume kind of by your group. I'm afraid to ask. You want to loan me a D8? A what? A D8. You want a D8? I have a med kit, but I can't use it now. <laughs> that would require me moving towards him. <laughs> so he gets 16 back. So go up to an and heal him for 16. Okay. You now have a whole bunch of Hello Kitty band-aids on your bite. <laughs> Alright, yeah. so you're done then? That's your turn? Yep. That's my turn. Uh, all, the Hello Kitties, all the Hello Kitties are Snowflake. Of course. Puck, you're up. Uh, I'm running out of options. You could um, try making your save against the Fright. Yeah, but that happens at the end. Um, yeah. to, to make things easier, I, I'm, the wolf rolled it in it of 13. Can the wolf just go on my turn? It would be last, and I'm first, so it just goes. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. It, it won't actually make him last, but I, that's fine. Oh, I, I, I can just plug right. it. So, we'll have the wolf bite. And good luck if it hits. Okay. Uh, the bite is a plus five. But see, this is why you need multiple dice sets. It's a nine to hit, so it does not hit. Two. Oh, I guess no, it does not oh, hit. I'm going to go with that one. Oh. Yeah, the advantage of it doesn't help either, so. Okay. Um, Ouch. And then the other thing that I can think of doing is uh, just because he's so popular and I'm doing a terrible job anyway, I will create uh, some minor illusions of uh, Theus, kind of trying to mimic a mirror image. So there's doubles of him, and he can kind of mess himself up, you know, three cups it kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm running out of spells, man. Okay, that's fair. Bardus, you're up. And then I am no longer afraid of this bastard, so I uh, bonus action rage and charge at him. Okay. And I'm going to grapple. So okay. athletics. Oh, and I, I, I'm no longer afraid. Oh, nice. Right. <laughs> nice. He's no longer afraid, but he's running out of spells. 27 athletics. 27. Uh, that is cocked. That damn thing. Oh, really? Ugh, 15. It's okay, like, no monsters get athletic bonuses at all, so... Oh, no, well... 
Okay, uh, so he is now grappled, and I'm going to um, shove him to up uh, prone. Is that another opposed strength? Another, another attack. So, yeah, it's another athletics. Oh, God. 30. 16. Okay, so he is, he is. Yeah, the hugging has commenced. <laughs> This is broken. I have a huge strength on this thing, and I can't get it up there. Well, you know. I mean, look at Bardis. <laughs> look at me. Look at your man. Now look at me. <laughs> all right. Um, so that's all you all right. got. Yeah, so I uh, charge up. Uh, he's grappled, and then I choke slam his ass to the ground. Um, super pissed. Okay. And he gets disadvantage. Anyone within five feet. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Um, so then, Anorin. First and foremost, ow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hurts. Like, yeah. Ow. Let's see. Um. Well, at this point, I think I'm just gonna... He's, just, he's a little pissed, so he's just gonna fire another guiding bolt at the guy. Okay. Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> Not this dog. Are we yeah. pushing yeah. Push button. Push button. Push the iron. Alright, so uh, 24 to hit. Yeah, that will hit. 29 radiant damage. Are you kidding me? I am not. I've cast as a fifth level spell, so that's 8d6s. Okay. And Thaves will call out to Anorin, Anorin, get away from him while he's on the ground! I got him, don't worry. I think I did the math right. Okay. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. So 29? 29, 29. Oh, sorry. That should be. I can't math. Okay. Yep. Wait, what? Still doesn't make any sense. What? Oh, never mind. Okay. One plus one. <laughs> I, can't, I can't math. I need some. Uh, I need some. What is that? What is that new math that they use? Oh, jeez. Um, okay. Uh, common common four. Yeah, so that was getting bolts. That means the next ad attack has advantage. So Theus. And look who's up. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you would. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? All right, and that is with advantage and <laughs> Elven accuracy. I can reroll again. No nat twenties, but mm. uh, that will be a twenty-five to hit. Okay, yeah, that will hit. Uh, that is 7, 8, 10, 14, only 18 damage this turn. Oh, oh wait, eight, um, 18 plus 6. 24. 24 plus 2 for magic. 
<sighs> Kill some bitches. All right. Um. <laughs> so the people that are around me. Oh, it's Bart. Oh no, Bartus has me grappled mm-hmm. to the ground. Okay. So it's in, it's a disadvantage on attacks from a grapple like that. Correct. Sorry, I have a pen in my mouth. That is correct. Uh, so I assume then a fourteen won't hit. Uh, me? Yeah. Uh, actually, no, I will not. Okay. I was expecting to get pummeled by every single attack, even with disadvantage. Well, that was a two, a natural two on that hit, so it wasn't oh, okay. that high. Hey, well, look um, out This can. one, on the other hand, is 23 to hit. Oh, yeah, that'll totally. And this is at least one of the bigger ones. Um, I ain't scared. So 2d10. Oh, yeah, these are d10. Let's do these. Um, so that is 16 plus 6 slashing damage. So 22 slashing. Oh, 11 damage. Ow. Oh, well, here comes... Uh, mm. Oh, damn, that was a natural 20, but it's at a disadvantage. Mm. Which is, it's still over. It's like uh, 28 to hit. So Yeah, it hits. Oh, wait, I got to do the other part first. Hold on. Let's just take three of these. Uh, That is going to be 14. So that's 20 piercing damage. It is a lot of fun to roll a lot of dice. I'm just going to say that. Right? Um, (laughs) So 10, 19... You're rooting for the wrong team, I guess. Yeah. Twenty-seven, thirty-five, uh, thirty-nine, forty-three, forty-six fire damage. And I suppose that'll be his turn. All right. I use um, <clears throat> reaction for stones endurance and uh, negate five to extra damage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I guess you have most of that, so it's not actually a huge deal. Okay, dodge in five edition. Alright, uh so he's done so Silva then Puck. It's fine. That sounds like a lot, but he still did less than fifty damage to me. Yeah, I was about to say by the time you had that it probably wasn't too bad. Bobo. Yeah. Bobo the dancing bear. That's uh, an eighteen, so no? Nope. Next, oh, 17 plus, oh yeah, 30. Okay, that'll hit. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, Puck. Snowflake would have uh, stayed by Axel. Sure. The wolf attacks has advantage now, I guess. Yes. Advantage. Has advantage. Oh, I guess I would have went back to him. I would have went away from a Norn. I would have went back by X. Well, I don't think I can get a, a, a reaction anyhow. No, I'm just saying positional lines. Yeah. The wolf misses. It's just standing there. For some reason, it can't seem to bite the guy. <laughs> okay. So you're done there? Uh, no, your I turn. can move forward now. Um, I move towards him. I don't know how far I am. And... How far am I? 
Um, like how much do I have to move to get to him? Uh, is it I wouldn't. Be, or no? I don't. Yeah, I don't think he'd be more than your movement speed away. All right, so then I will uh, move up my movement speed, and I will, as a, I think it's a bonus action to put a hexblades curse on him. So and then I again? will attack him. Uh, it's not a hex spell; it's a hexblade curse. Uh, okay. uh, different. Yeah, it's a bonus action. So um, with that, I will get plus four to damage rolls, and I crit from nineteen to twenty. And I gain some health okay. if he dies. Okay. And then I'll go to attack him. Okay. It's much faster if you just roll dice. That's <laughs> a 19 to hit. Why did you get advantage? Mm. Or did you not? Because he's grappled on the ground. Oh, that's right. Uh, 19 will not hit, though. Okay. Then uh, that is my turn. I cannot do any more. Uh, okay. Bardus and Norn. <laughs> I have but this bastard. Oh, I should roll not a d12. I should roll d20. That would definitely <laughs> increase my chances of hitting very much. Wow. Well, I rolled an eight twice, so I'm going to go with no. And cool. Then I rolled seven twice. So no. Done. Okay. Uh, Anorin, then Thaves. First and foremost, ow. <laughs> you didn't me, get hit the time. Me, ow, too. Well, yeah, but I'm still like recovering from death. Welcome to the ow club. I got him pinned down. Heal me. So you have to make a new character. You're not allowed to walk. You have to get healed by a ranger. So <laughs> you could have given good berries. <laughs> Here in orange, there, there are good berries underneath the band-aids. Give them one. <laughs> um, I know. I saw that fire didn't really affect him, so I'm gonna hit him with another guiding bolt. So this one okay. can be, um, flipping. It's gonna be. Uh, Fourth level, so 7d6 if I hit. If you hit. If. But you don't get advantage on that, so. A 12. That will not hit. No. Wait, isn't he still pinned to the ground? Yeah, but that only matters for melee attacks. Ew. You can't hit him and he's on the ground? And technically, ranged attacks should be a disadvantage. Oh. Which is why I poked him with a rapier. Uh, I'm trying to walk up close. I mean, that's technically, um, so we'll do that from now. Everyone gather into one spot. <laughs> All right, so Thaeus. Pull them with my arrows. Uh, 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 do I, well, do I get back in? Too. Yeah, but I still get to, but I get disadvantage if he's on the ground. You got, like, triple advantage, though, too. Like, I was using the I was using the advantages from a Noren's Guiding Bolt. Which technically should have just canceled out your advantage. Or your disadvantage. Everybody else has Elven Accuracy and all the... He has advantage. <laughs> well, but Elven Accuracy only matters on advantage, I think. It does. Uh, it's whenever you have advantage on an attack roll. You can re-roll one of the attack dice. Okay. Let's fight the shit. Go ahead. What are you doing? Uh, I, I, I guess if everyone's doing this thing, I, 
I I put my bow away and I draw my magic dagger and I go ah and I charge in to stab him. Okay, that. Yeah. You <laughs> wow, face. Can you make this? You got to do the scream though, like for I, every. Attack. I, <laughs> ah, that's an eighteen on the first roll. Second roll is less, so we'll go with the eighteen plus. That is 27 to hit. Okay, that will hit. And it's a dagger, so goodbye, D8. Hello, D4. (laughs) With sneak attack! Oh, that's a... Oh, oh God. That's a shitty roll. Good. Uh, Five, nine... 15 plus 5 is uh, it's still 20 damage. So 20? 20. You're not going to be like, oh, plus 2, oh, plus 5. Um, okay. No, 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 because I kept having to add my magic damage in, but this one is just plus 5, so um, 20 damage. Okay. So then he is going to um, basically just, like, he looks beat up bad. Like, he looks like he's on his last leg. And just basically looks Bartis right in the eyes and goes, I hate you people. And then he's going to go for a final thing here. Final flash? Sure. Oh, I couldn't have gotten that later. Um, So that's a 1d8. Oh, 16 plus 6. So 22 piercing damage, Bartis. That was just the morning star. Uh, then I assume that a 21 will hit. Mm-hmm. So that's 2d10. So 12 more slashing damage. Come on, get a net 20 again. Dang. Uh, net, a dirty 20 will hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need three of these. So that is... 15, 21, 27 piercing damage. And I'm letting you have it for your rage. Like, I'm not calculating in the the rage half. Uh, 10. He gets to use that fire every turn? Yep. Wow. It's part of his bite attack. Wow. This is a CR 19 creature, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Uh, so that's 10. Uh, that's 20, 25, 30, 31 fire damage. Thirty-one fire? Yeah. Alright, and then uh Silva's up. I'm gonna ask. We're gonna keep him alive. Nope. Yeah. No. You get disadvantage if you're attacking from range. Ow. Yeah. Ow. And then Puck's up next. Oh, that's a twenty-seven. You got a twenty-seven. Oh yeah, fourteen plus thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fifteen damage. 
15. All right. And then so Bardis has him grappled, pinned. Bardis takes a final like couple hits, and you see Silva knock and unleash an arrow, and it pierces through his skull, and you see him just like limp over dead. Oh, thank God. I say that one for Axel. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I, uh, in, a, in pure rage, because I'm actually down to 15 hit points, so um, I am in pain. So in, in pure pure barbarian rage, uh, see that he goes limp and pull my best Hulk impression. I'm just going to pick him up with his that by his throat and just throw him as far as I can. Wait, 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 wait. Ah, uh, shit, too late. Yo, I'm just... Yeah, I, <laughs> I figured, I figured, but I wanted to investigate his corpse. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not throwing him hundreds of feet, I'm sure, but I mean, sure, you can lift a ton. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think throwing a large dragonoid creature into the air is going to draw attention. Well, I mean, I'm throwing, we're in a forest, so I mean, like, I'm just like, like throwing him to the side or something, like, in a direction. Like, I'm not throwing him in the air so that somebody can, like, you know, set him up for the spike in volleyball. All right. Well, when he's done throwing him, I want to investigate the body. All right. Um, you investigate the, so he, so, so he picks up the body, throws it, <laughs> whatever he's doing with it. Um, when you see it land, you see the visage of the Raven Queen, the mask. And the black body, and she—you can't really tell where she's looking, but you do hear a "Ah, well done." Oh, I mean, you know, we're only mostly half dead, but yay! I mean, yeah. it is your fault. I mean, the the way that I will not argue with the actions you took, but these actions were a bit, well, extreme. It appears. Well, I mean, based on our experience, subtle doesn't work very well for us. Mm, that is fair. So it appears that you have actually achieved technically most of the uh, things I set out for you. Victory by default. Yes. <laughs> Although I will say that... Um, yes, technically you have, you have, uh, you have succeeded... I will show you um, the one thing that I believe will be of interest to you potentially in the future. And you see kind of, so there, you can see that the world, like you're no longer really a part of it, but it's shifting around you. Um, and you get kind of in, like you're kind of, you're all standing in roughly the same positions, but you're brought to the tower where it's crumbled and um, everybody's kind of gathered around the tower. Uh, you don't see the prophet. Um, but there's a lot of people that are kind of gathered around it, looking at it, like wondering what happened. Um, what you also see off in the distance is there are several, um, it looks like different color of these um, creatures that you've been fighting are suddenly like flying off into distances. So it looks like that you, when you killed the prophet, which you didn't quite know it was the prophet at the time, but that all of these creatures... Okay. Are now disappearing. Yes. Woo. So, assume. Well, I think we did actually because he All changed right. into them the first time. Yeah. So, um, so like, and and you don't see any of the red ones. They're like white and black mm -hmm. and green and such, and they're kind of flying off. Um, 
and so you know you kind of get to see this image but then she and then she actually sends you um to to another like now you're kind of whisked to another section but you can tell now that a few days have passed and you see an you see that um Lisa E and Katie are running around but they they Katie stumbles upon it's like a a dead squirrel they find kind of out on the edge of the forest and um and Katie's you know kind of ew that's gross but you see that Lee walks up and goes no but the prophet taught me this before he disappeared and you see her like begin to like move her fingers in a certain way and she like places an object next to the corpse and suddenly you see this little squirrel come back to life, but it doesn't look right. And oh, you can see that she didn't actually lose the the hint of necromancy she got. But, uh, and Katie's kind of grossed out by it and she runs away and then, you know, like, so Lee kind of points at her and has the, ch- the squirrel chase her around and they make a good game of it. Um, and then you're fast forwarded some more, but it seems like, um, you know, they're just happy little kids. The whole town seems much, much happier than what you had seen in the past. Um, and in actuality, the the river never seems to succeed. So it ne- like basically, you can tell that time has passed over thirty days. So you're basically now at where the event is supposed to happen, and the river is still flowing. And you see Katie and Lee one night just kind of standing up at the river. And kind of, you know, talking to each other, and and Katie kind of goes, I, you know, it's really nice the city's working out and all, and it's a little weird that tower just suddenly like exploded and fell over, but I really wonder what happened to the prophet. I mean, he was in the city, and then all of a sudden he was gone, and I feel like after that tower went down, that was when he kind of disappeared. And Lee goes, Nah, I say good riddance. That guy was kind of <laughs> a creep, anyhow. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of neat the stuff he taught me, but I don't. I don't really feel like I, I really would rather go to like wizard school or something where I can learn how to how to actually harness a lot of these powers and not just learn how to raise these dead animals around the forest. How old is she? Probably, probably like ten. Hmm. I guess that's kind of where my brain is. And then, like, you kind of see them just kind of run off and and play. Um, and then all of a sudden the facade, like everything on the, uh, like everything you've been seeing now, everything turns black and the Raven Queen looks and goes, your task is complete. I appreciate your efforts in this. Um, Lee, I'm sure will be changed by this. It is now not her, this, what was her past is no longer her past. This will be considered her past and she will have a much stronger, um, well, she won't head towards necromancy, which will make me happy. The amount of things that she experimented on in her life, um, trying to get to the point to resurrect her dear friend, put a giant burden on my ability to capture souls and send them to the afterlife. And she used a lot of vessels that I was not approving of, so this will do well for me. Well, glad to be of assistance, and Theus will reach into his pants... And pull out his bone handle. Now you have earned the gift. And she kind and like you see like the mask tilt slightly, and out of the the bone now the blade extends. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. You took that out. Like, where's that pointed? Where's that? It's just up in the air. But the, but the bone itself, as opposed to looking the way it did, you see kind of morphs. And now it's just more of like an antler horn. It's not a bone anymore. Cool. That knife was originally made by Li Zai, and it was a deer knife to her. The bone that was the handle was the femur of her good friend, Katie. She kept a part of her in that knife so that one day she would be able to resurrect her friend. I thought she lived. She did now. Thus, I have recreated the knife. It now contains the same emotional attachment, just in a different form, and it is now bound to you, not bound to Lee. So it doesn't have a bone handle anymore. No, that is now made of antler. It is a much more uh, less crude form and fashion of a handle. Yay, cool. Well, what happened to Lizai? Or what's happened? Her life is now more now? complete. <laughs> Actually, um, her life now, after all these changes, she will now leave this world not of hatred and let it consume her life, but her and her friend Katie will actually go and live their lives in a more peaceful manner. She will still become a great and powerful wizard. She still aids in this ritual in the past, mm. but it is more to save than to gain reward. And if needed, she is an aid to you in the future to try to finish this ritual and restore the balance of this world. And she is more than happy to help you, and she feels very distraught that this ritual did not go over the way that it was expected. In her realm, instead of being a loner, she is now a great and powerful wizard. If you choose to visit her realm that you saw before, where it was basically nothing, and just her nightmares that haunted her, she is now surrounded by friends and comrades, and she actually leads the town that should have what it should have been from here, instead of a wasteland of hatred and used for power for dark arts. It is now a land of prosperity and companionship. And she watches over it as the prophet was meant to, but did not. Eh, meant to is a strong word. He want, it, it, As he imagined he was doing, but in reality he was draining these people of their power for evil sources. And with that, the actual forces that took this planet are now weakened for you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate all of your help. I will leave gifts um, to help out in your journeys. Wonderful. And with that, you feel the vision of Flux kind of come back into play. Um, and you can you can see, and you can even start to see now in Flux. You can actually, it's weird because as much as you've been in flux, you know that there's really nothing living there. But there's actually birds chirping. Mm. And you can see that in one of the little grassy knolls, there's a couple of squirrels. And now it actually feels like flux is a little bit more of a, well, a little bit more real than just kind of stuck in the middle of a void. Aminals. And with that, 
I will conclude my fifth of the story. Conclude? Well, I mean, that was... You now have a working magical object for the ritual. But Lizai is not in flux. Lizai is not in flux. Um, but I will, I, whenever we get to a point where, like, we're going to finish off the, the whatever, um, Lizai will be a resource um, to, to help in the ritual and aid and, and create advantages and things like that. We'll work out how that's all going to work in the long run. Well, I guess I can't keep this dagger in my pants anymore. <laughs> you could. just happy to see us. And you know what? I will even say that I have. I'm going to come up with some items. I should have done that for tonight, but it's been a crazy week. Um, so yeah, I'll come up with some other items. But Thais, I'll say that dagger now um, uh-huh. is a plus two dagger. Mm-hmm. But we'll call. Well, I guess all daggers are pretty much one d four, right? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I guess a plus two one d four is still pretty good, though. I don't think there's any daggers that are like one d six or anything. No. Does it does it still have the time effect? So I guess I will say, just for fun, I think this will be kind of fun. Um that it warns you if there's a surprise round. Bow <laughs> <laughs> handle dagger, the antler dagger. Real I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say that once a day you can use the dagger to re-roll any roll. Like, so if it's a roll with advantage and you don't like the result was, you can ma- remake that entire roll. Dagger of luck. Basically. I think luck is usually like you can re-roll one of your dice. Like, I'm saying this is like, if you have like a big damage roll and you want to re-roll it, it's just like, if it's if it's literally taking like even up to a handful of dice for something, that you can just re-roll them. It's all like or nothing. If you critted on a sneak attack, but got all ones, there you go. He gets to reroll all of them. Yep, exactly. All right, added. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. So we'll call it the we'll call it the dagger of of redo. <laughs> uh, I was dagger, dagger, of dagger of do over. I was gonna call it the time dagger, but sure. I like it's so that, the name of the dagger is just Control Z. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I say like it'd be like like uh, Prince of Persia or something. <laughs> Everything you like, rewinding, like you're watching us all like rewind and like slow motion. <laughs> well, and I don't want to make it too powerful. That's what I'm saying. It's like one. It's just one roll. Yeah. But okay, yeah, cool. Nice. That was fun. Yeah, I make I sure that Kizaflixel gets uh, gets put away uh, nicely. Because I term that totally nicely. Well, that was fun. Um, so yeah, my part. Of the you wake up in a closet. <laughs> so we'll see. And then if, if at any point you know I want to try something out, I'll lead like a one shot or something to to have fun as a DM again. But yeah, we'll... and, and and make sure to check us out next session. We'll be doing a Halloween special. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going to be awesome. We're going to all wear costumes. Yeah. Uh, there will be. I mean, I mean, you won't see uh, any of it because. It won't know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to bob for apples. Like all those fun things. Oh, I, I, you know, maybe fight mimics. I don't want to go anywhere near Bob's apples. Yeah, man. 
All right, cool. Uh, Steve, socials. All right, everybody, you can find us on uh, Instagram and Facebook and Infinity's End Gaming, and you can find us on Twitter and Infinity's EG. Come check us out. We've got a Patreon. We've got Discord. You can find all that information up on our Facebook page. I know Eric is doing weekly streams Wednesday for game programming. Come check us out. We do group games during the week. We love to socialize. Yeah, uh, twitch.tv slash infinitesmgaming. Uh, yeah. Yep. Come hook, come hook yeah. up with us. We, uh, we're we active. We talk. We love everybody. Yeah. All, new faces, always welcome. Yeah, if you have any questions about D&D, you know, anything you're trying to do for your own session, we nerd out about D&D all the time in the chat. Um, one of our fans is a big like, hey guys, I have an idea about something, and we'll theorize through with them and figure out what works and yeah, we'll do our best to apply actual rules and then tell you where you can find actual rules and then yeah. we'll actually tell you what's better rules. We, we do legitimately try to follow the rules when we can and then sometimes we just make it up because that's fun too. And believe it or not, there are some sports fans in the group. Hey, uh... I, I won't comment. <laughs> <laughs> and then some of them fans. <laughs> I like games and sports and arts and all kinds of other random topics. So whatever it is, come chat yeah. with us. Yeah, we love you all. We're all like tired as hell now. Whatever. Yeah, we are all tired. <laughs> good two hour. Good over two hour session. Nice. Oh wow, I guess it was, but this was an ending. Yeah. So it, it was. You know, it's worth it. All right, yeah. cool. Everybody, have a good night. We love you. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. I do not Bye. Love.